down. You ready? Let's do it. Yeah. Ayo, we are back. Finally. Finally. Finally back. It is Thursday, April 15th at 6.45 p.m. Uh, this is our first episode in almost exactly two, two weeks. weeks. I yeah. think uh, March 31st. March 31st. So pod. 15, 16 days ago. It's been, it's been two weeks. I was on vacation. Yep. So, had, and it got extended a little bit. <laughs> Thanks. We had a little bit of an extended Extended vacation, not on purpose, but we are here now. We are feeling good, refreshed. It's 40 degrees out today in Michigan. A little, a little chilly. It's a little, a little chilly. chilly. It's just in Florida, 85 degrees and sunny every day. Yep, so that depression is coming back. Seasonal depression is back, but there's baseball to help me kind of keep out of it, except for the fact that my Yankees are garbage, so they yeah, make me even more fuck? depressed. Yeah, but... We're not here to focus on them, please. <laughs> Let's hope not. We're going to skip right through that. <laughs> we This has been a very, very hot start to the 2021 season. I don't, I mean, if you look back, like, however many years you want to, I don't yeah. think you could, within the first two weeks, find a season that had more shit happen than this no. one. The, like, it, it's been intense. It's been a roller coaster it's ride. Literally a roller coaster. And like I, last year, the first two weeks were a roller coaster ride, but right. not for baseball reasons, for COVID reasons. Exactly. This year, so far, obviously, knock on wood. We're not talking about the future, but knock mm-hmm. on wood. This right. isn't real wood, but it doesn't matter. It's fake wood. It's fine. It's uh, last year was COVID reasons. You know, mm-hmm. the Marlins had their big like twenty-five person outbreak or whatever. Though through the first two weeks, nothing. Literally nothing. To start, we There's had the been Nationals. Like a couple like teams that had they placed a couple guys on IL yeah. for maybe COVID reasons, but yeah. other than that, being in contact or something. Yeah. Uh, the beginning of the season got delayed for the Nationals and the Braves, right? Because of COVID, what well, missed the series? Yeah, they missed that, the series or replaying it which, at some point, in like July. It's funny because that's two years in a row for the Nationals to have COVID <laughs> issues yeah. to start the season. I don't know how you can go through spring training for a month, over a month. And then all of a sudden, the season's about to start, and you get in contact with COVID. Conspiracy theory? Mm. Conspiracy? Maybe it feels like the Dodgers. <laughs> What's the yeah. conspiracy? Just to keep I, the Nationals off the field? Yep. Like, That's this it. team is fucking garbage. Just, so let's yeah. just, get, just don't even... Let's just, just get Rob over. Manfred just doesn't want the Nationals to win again. I don't know. It, he was, hates, bad. it was bad for business. Rob Manfred hates America, doesn't want the nation's team to play. Exactly. He was... He needed them to lose that World Series, and now that they won it, he's got to make sure it doesn't happen again. Now they're cursed. It can't. They're cursed. <laughs> the curse. The COVID you, curse. You've maybe. never won a title in the last 100 years, so here you go. Here's COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, it. There's been some really interesting starts when it comes to standings. Uh, the most interesting things to happen this first two weeks is obviously the no-hitters. Yeah, that's two the no-hitters. one that jumps out at you. I remember years ago, I believe Phil Humber went through that perfect game. I think that was like the third or fourth game of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think Mark Burley's was early on in the season, like April 8th or something, something. like that. But there's never been multiple. I don't think, I mean, if I could look this up and find it in a reasonable amount of time, I probably would. But I don't even know how you'd search it. I don't think there's ever been two no-hitters in the first two weeks of a season. 
like there's probably only been one a handful of times. Like you can probably count on your fingers the amount of times there's yeah. been one no hitter in the first two weeks. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. That's got to be the first time that's ever happened. There's been 307 no hitters since 1876. Okay. There's about two per year. Yeah. We already have two. We already have two. And I mean, I called you crazy last pod because you predicted we we're going to have, I think, five or like six no hitters or lot. something. Yeah. I said a lot. And we already have two, and we have 140 games left. And you had probably the closest prediction. You said there would be a no-hitter on Jackie Robinson I Day. said there would be a no-hitter on Jackie Robinson Day, which is today, yep. April 15th. I was one day off. It still could happen today. I did oh, say I did say it would be a Dodgers pitcher. Yes. But the fact is, I said there would be a no-hitter on Jackie Robinson Day the day before it happens. That's... Mm-hmm. That, you know, I mean, I'm, you can, like, that's like a 50%. I 50% called that. It was mm-hmm. pretty close, not exact, but I was in the ballpark. So, I, I, I take pride in that. That's a, <laughs> that's close enough, you know, that's close enough. Yeah, so the MLB recognizes 309 no-hitters. 23 of those were perfect games. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing about these two no-hitters were, they were both one hit by pitch away. Which, that sucks so bad. One hit by pitch away from perfect games. And uh, Carlos Rodon, who threw yesterday, had a perfect game through through eight and a third. Yeah. You are two outs away, and you get a hit by pitch. You just hate to see it. The the first out of the ninth inning, Jose Abreu dives back with his foot. I can't believe he got him. You know, I saw... I saw this on, uh, it was a TikTok. <laughs> People are just bashing the fuck out of Josh Naylor for sliding into first base. Yeah. Because they're like, how the fuck are you going to disrespect the game so much where you're going to dive to first base to break up a perfect game? I, and so, they challenged us. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like I see it from both perspectives. Because from a baseball perspective, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, this is a perfect game and you're going to... You're gonna like it's the unwritten rule like you don't bunt to mm-hmm. break up a no hitter or a perfect game. Same, you don't slide into first base. You don't slide into first base anyways. But you're gonna go ahead and do that. But I also see it from the point where you're you're on a team. You're in a competitive sport. Every game, technically, every game matters. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get a perfect game thrown against you because that's like that's embarrassing. Yeah, and and you you don't want that to happen. So you're gonna do everything you can to get a hit. See, I think that. So, I, I see it from both ends. When it's a no-hitter, you go all out to get a hit. Mm. If it's a perfect game, you just got to let it come to you. You yeah. cannot force yourself into a situation to make it happen. Mm-hmm. That's just bullshit. Yeah. That should be the one unwritten rule that there should be in baseball. Not the fucking bat flips and telling pitchers to suck it or, you know, reverse, <laughs> vice versa. You... You have to just don't challenge a fucking ground out call in the ninth inning of a of a perfect game. Yeah, and don't slide into first base to try and get a hit. Yeah, <laughs> when it's what, a perfect game. You know game. what's fucked up about that thing? They could challenge that play, right? Yeah, they could challenge it. If they got the call wrong, they could have challenged it. They could have reversed it. Yeah. You know who couldn't challenge it? Who? The Tigers. Yes. In Galarraga, they couldn't challenge it. Worst call in sports 
history. They couldn't challenge it. I don't know if that's the worst. That's that's, that's up there. It's up there. It's up there. Probably top five. It's that's. Yeah. They didn't even have the choice. The, no, it had to happen, and his heart was broken. And he's yeah. never been the same. He probably still has depression. No. He probably stays I awake at night. And he's got, he like those movies where he's got like a bulletin board of just shit about Jim Joyce. Like he's trying yeah. to murder him. You know, he's got all the, the dots oh, yeah, connecting he's got the and connection. shit. <laughs> I think it's reversed. I think Jim Joyce has depression because of that. Yeah, they probably both do in, in their own respective ways. Jim Joyce probably is haunted by the whole thing too. And he'll never, he's in public. And he's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> so I could see that. But, you know, I, I get it from a competitive standpoint. But at the same time, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, really, just go fuck yourself. I, I'm <laughs> I'm looking at the list. I looked up the no-hitters and stuff. It says the most recent no-hitters for each active MLB franchise. And it says the time since the last no-hitter. Mm-hmm. For the Padres, it says Joe Musgrove and it says yep. six days ago. <laughs> and then for the White Sox, Carlos Rodon says one day. Within five fucking days of each other. I want you to guess. Who has the longest drought since a no-hitter? The longest drought since a no-hitter. Well, I know who it's not. So that Clearly. helps me. Um, I believe the Dodgers have, like, the most no-hitters of any team. Because I do not have like, that information. I know. I'm just saying, because <laughs> back in the day, in, like, the 70s and shit, they were just no-hitters all the time. Yeah. It's probably not going to be the, like the Rangers or shit. I'm going to go ahead and say, I got to make this a good guess because I'm probably going to say someone and then I'm going to fucking remember that, oh, this guy did. But, uh, you know, let's go with the Pirates. The Pirates, if I can find them on this list, have not thrown one in 23 years and 277 days. That's that is not time. the longest. There's more. There is what multiple, is the streak at? The longest is 39 years, 335 days. Okay. Is it AL or NL? Let me get AL. That. It's AL? Okay. You know, I almost want to say maybe the Angels. No? I'm forgetting someone, aren't I? After Tyler Skaggs died? Oh, that combined no-hitter. That's right. It wasn't a one. That's right. Um, I don't even think that's the most recent one. I'll have to look. Oh, actually, it is. Shoot. 2019. July 12, 2019. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I'm just thinking about the, the not combined. You know, I don't know. It is Len Barker for the Cleveland Indians. Wow. May 15th, 1981 is the last time they threw a no-hitter. Wow, no shit. And it's crazy because they have so many good pitchers. And they have had so many good pitchers. Justin Verlander is the most recent player to throw a no-hitter for both the Tigers and the Astros. Wow. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So that crazy. I'm excited to see if there's another one. If we're at going this at this rate, rate, at this rate, at this rate, there's going to be one on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Who's pitching on Tuesday? Who's let me pitch- let me get the let me get the hot takes. Garrett Cole. Let me get the the bids going on the uh, sports book. <laughs> Can you even bet on that? Probably not. I mean, you might whatever do, like, the a prop odds. Bet there, I mean, is that a prop bet even available? Like, oh, I'm just going to pick fucking... This guy to throw no hitter. I'm, I'm going to pick, yeah, I'm going to pick James <laughs> Paxton and throw a no-hitter. My odds are plus 5,000. Yeah. About a buck, you get 5,000. Probably even better than that. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> plus, if you can predict a player to throw a no-hitter, you should... I could it. see someone where it's like, is this, will this player throw a no-hitter this year? It's like, okay, right. I'll put, put $5 on Shane mm-hmm. Bieber throwing no-hitter this year. 
You'll probably win. I, I bet you'd win 150 bucks. Mm -hmm. Maybe not for $5, but, you know, 100 bucks, something like that. Yeah. It's not easy. Oh. And it's usually not the best players that do it either. See, this is the difference between no hitters and perfect games. Perfect games are thrown by people that you've never heard of. Yep. No hitters are thrown by the best of the best. <laughs> Kershaw, Verlander. Well, uh, uh, Felix has a perfect game, mm -hmm. but Roy Halladay had both. And then you have guys like, uh, well, who? Philip like, Humber. And, yeah, uh, Philip Humber. Dallas threw Brayton. Yeah, Dallas Brayton. Mark Burley threw a perfect game. He was so-so. Yeah. It's not the people that you expect is what Perfect games just yeah. take, like, <laughs> they take an act of God. <laughs> Literally. Like, David Wells threw a perfect game, and then I think David Cohn threw a perfect game. I don't think it was a no-hitter. I think it was a perfect game. Mm -hmm. But it takes... No, perfect games takes, like, God on your side. No-hitters oh, yeah. is like, okay, this guy's just unhittable today. Mm -hmm. Perfect games is like, mm, you, you need some shit to go your way. Uh, I want to talk about... Before we get into standing, I want to talk about our hometown team. Oh, I like where this is going. Because our hometown team is not off to an amazing start or anything like that. Six and six. Mm -hmm. But there's two guys that are really balling out. Mm -hmm. One guy is, I mean, they're both pretty big surprises. One guy is in a complete yes. different, you know, he's in a complete different atmosphere than, mm -hmm. you know, a normal Major League Baseball player would be. But you have Wilson Ramos, who is, what, he's got five home six. runs? Six. now? As of the other day, he led the league. Yes. But I think Acuna just tied him at six. So Yeah. But, yeah. Wilson Ramos is on an absolute tear. Incredible. He he spent, he spent he's a good baseball player. He's a good catcher. But last year, I think the year before, he's been with the Mets. I think mm -hmm. it was multiple years with the Mets. At least one. But... He used to be a really good hitter. We all knew he was a really good hitter, not much of a catcher, kind of like a Yasmani Grandal. Right. Except maybe a little bit better at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And kind of didn't really do much with the Mets last year. And yeah, he's just he off to. Kind of balance some injuries and stuff. So. Yeah. You know, he's a Met. He was a Met. So yeah. obviously. Mets just deal with injuries. That's gonna, just how it Things happens. are going to get Metsy. Yeah. Uh, now. He's on Detroit, and he is just raking. raking. He is a monster. And it, Detroit has not had a good catcher in a long time. Can you count Alex Avila in that? I'd you say You can no. count one year of Alex Avila. <laughs> I, like 2013, 2013 Alex Avila. That's it. 2012, that, you know, Pudge. they went to the World Series. You yeah. can count that. But, yeah, Pudge since 2007. Yeah, because then after that. After that, I think he played one more year. Yeah, maybe two, and then he was on the it. Yankees for a year and yeah, somewhere kind else. Kind of floated around after that until he retired. But you haven't had an elite catcher since the mid-2000s. Right. So you're going on, you know, 15 years since Pudge was really elite. Now you've got Wilson Ramos, and I, I don't know what the Tigers' philosophy is this year. I don't think they're trying to compete. But Wilson right. Ramos... He's yeah, going to look mighty fine in a contender uniform. Exactly. Somebody's going to need a catcher. Because, yeah, we're not fooling anybody here. We're not We're not fucking making a race at this thing. They're, it's just not going to They're happen. in third place. They're in third place, but we're only two weeks in. You know who's in last place in the Yale Central? Who's that? <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> That's kind of surprising. Every team in that division has six wins. Cleveland, Cleveland seven and five. Every other team is six and six, six and seven, or six and four. 
So it's a close one. <laughs> That's it's funny. Uh, so you have Wilson Ramos, who is like the most dominant catcher so far to start this year. Yeah. And then you have the young gun. The young gun. Akil Badu. Akil Yabba-dabba-do, baby. He, I can't believe it. I remember when spring training was starting and like one of the first games talking about this Akil Badu. He is a Rule 5 pick, mm-hmm. never played above single A in the Twins' uh, farm system. Mm-hmm. And he was raking. Yeah. He was hitting bombs like, in spring training. It's like, dude, who is this kid? Yeah, like, I mean, obviously, since they don't televise a lot of the games, like, yeah. you know, I got the alerts on my phone for the, for the scores. I'm just doing my own thing, and I, I get a pop-up, you know, ding, and it's Badu, homer to left, whatever, yeah. like, two runs scored. And I'm like, oh, Badu. I was like, okay, cool. Good good for him. And then, yeah. like, the next day, it's like, ding. It's like, Badu, homer, three-run score. And I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. I'm like, Badu. I'm like, this kid, he it's like two straight days. And, like, a couple days later, same thing. Badu, yeah. homer again. I'm like, oh, my fucking God, who is this guy? So and I kind of did some Just, research. It's like, damn. Like, this guy's going crazy. He's never played above, like, high A. Yeah. And he's just raking. And it's, and you know, you kind of were just thinking, well, you know, he's just going to be one of those guys that he goes crazy in spring, and that's about it. You never hear from him again. Made the roster the most unlikely scenario that you could yeah. ever imagine. Makes the roster, and now he's he's got, like, what, four home runs, like 12 he's RBIs. Bad, like 400. This guy is, he's doing everything. He's he's I, got speed. He's a good fielder. He's hitting for power and contact. He's driving in runs. What more could you ask? For? Even on days that he's not hitting home, like he'll go one for four. It's an RBI single. Yeah, like he's just driving in runs every day. Mm-hmm. Even one for four, two Ks. Like, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that from a twenty-year-old kid yeah, in, like an RBI that hasn't played shit. above single A. Yeah, this dude was playing against fucking corn balls. <laughs> Literally. And now he's balling out in the majors. He was playing stick and ball in the fucking streets was, of wherever he's from. <laughs> I don't I don't know where he's from. I forgot. I, I think don't. he's from America. Is he? Yeah, I, he might be. I, I gotta take a look. He's got a fun name though, Akil Badu. Like Akeel that's Badu. it's just a fun name, and you don't make it like I had never heard of him before I like him a lot. this year. Never. And now he's like my favorite player. And he's just he's good. And it's like it's such a cool story. And I really hope that he, he stays good and he, like, de- turns into something. Yeah. Because that'll be one of the best stories, like, in the league. This guy, he turns into a superstar after being a Rule 5 pick and coming out of nowhere, never playing high A. Like, He's from Georgia. Okay. He is 22 years old. He is from Georgia. And he is it's an absolute sticks. monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoever is in charge of making our picks, our Rule 5 picks, and doing the scouting for that... You are first ballot. Hall There's no way it's Alex Avila, right? Al Avila. <laughs> I mean, he's got to say he's. But I mean, I know. I've looked behind, at his history. <laughs> behind the scenes, obviously, there's a bunch of you know scouts and personnel and all that that, yeah. that go through and feed him his information. So, and I mean, before like a, I think it was like two or some years ago, we had Victor Reyes was our Rule Five pick, and he's. I mean, he's not great, but he's, he's a not solid. Bad. He's a solid. He's a solid fielder. And, then, I mean, last year we had Travis Demerit was a Rule 5 pick. That didn't quite work out. Um, he's not on the team anymore. Travis Demerit was a uh, – didn't was he in the trade for Shane Green? Oh, you're right. You're right. Yes, he They was. did have a different rule. Um, um, they have uh, – I swear, I thought it was Demerit. It's not Demerit, though. Um, I can't remember who it was, but, no, you're right. Was there an infielder? 
Not the well Lugo. He was in no, a trade. He was a trade. Shoot, I swear. I don't remember who it was. But point being, it was still phenomenal what he made. Phenomenal. Yeah. He, uh, I like him a lot. He's batting 370. He's only got a 379 on base percentage, which isn't the best. Just means he's. I mean, he's hitting the ball. He's not taking a lot of walks. He's getting yeah. good pitches. And a 13.42 OPS. He's got 10 hits, 4 homers, 11 RBIs, and 27 at-bats. That's good. For a team like the Tigers, just to get this guy come out of the woodwork like that, mm-hmm. that's that's what you need. Yeah. Without him, I think we have, like, two wins. Oh, yeah. If you just and, take, know, like, Wilson Ramos or Akil Badu off this team, it's, tough. like, 2-10. and 10. Yeah. And then real quick, before we hop off this team and we can get into some other topics, I just want to real quick, I just want to give praise to someone that we shit on all year last year, rightfully so, but major props so far to Matthew Boyd. He's coming yeah. out, he's looking like two years ago, Matthew Boyd, when everyone was like, okay, he might be our ace now, he's, he's yeah. good. He's looking phenomenal. He's made three good starts so far this year. Um, if I could pull him up real quick, I could see the stats. But he's he's having a great bounce back here after a abysmal year oh, last year. Oh, he was awful last year. Yeah, so so far, you know, he's given up only four runs, got uh, 14 strikeouts. Um, you know, he's pitched over five and two-thirds every every start so far. He's, mm-hmm. he's having a really good start, so I'm really, uh, really happy to see that. What's funny is I'm on the MLB.com. I'm still looking at the Tigers roster right now. Mm-hmm. Every player it says is number 42. Oh, because that's awesome. That's funny. <laughs> they even that's cool that they changed that, that on the website. Cool. Except Grayson Griner apparently is number 17. Oh well, fuck I, Grayson Griner. Why does why does he get to be different? The pitchers are also not numbered 42. I don't know why. I don't know <laughs> what's going Griner on. Grayson trying to be special. Oh well, that's interesting. Uh. <laughs> Yes, that they, Tigers. We we obviously do not expect them to compete. Right. It's very fun. It's a very fun start. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it's a very fun, and they always have a fun start, and then it just collapses midway through, and we lose twenty straight games. I think the one thing you can look at is that Casey Mize has, you know, he just he's, he's coming up. He's looked good, and you know Matthew Boyd looking good, Akil Badu, Wilson Ramos, a couple other guys looking decent. Mm-hmm. It's about making strides towards yeah. you know a goal and at least the tigers right now over the last couple of years they are actually rebuilding they are pushing towards a future where you're not just oh spend 300 million don't give a fuck about the farm system mm-hmm. if there's anybody good in our farm system trade them for somebody who's good right now and we'll just go from there try and win a world series dave dombrowski dave dombrowski you know it kind of worked you got the two world series but you didn't win you didn't win and if then, you won just one of them, the entire city of Detroit will throw you a parade for the next 25 years. Yeah, you'll have a statue. You'll have a street named after you. Everything. If you're not the Red Wings, if you win a title, you are celebrated for the next 150 years. Yeah. You're you're a god. You and that team are looked at as oh, gods. Yeah. You will never buy another meal in the city of Detroit ever again. Never. Even if, even if you're Dave Dombrowski, probably. Yeah. <laughs> because, hey... They get the two World Series, yeah. but it's about winning it. You gotta win it. Yeah. Uh, so we can go through the rundown, go uh, division by division, mm-hmm. and uh, start with AL East. Sure. 
give a little talk. Yeah. Boston. Big surprise. I don't. I don't want. I don't like the words that are about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I want to hear it. Boston is a fucking wagon. Boston is on fire. I don't like. They're nine and four. How? Right. How? They don't. I need to take a look at Boston's pitching right now because we they have none. they don't have any, and they're winning. Like okay, let, let's take a look at some stats here. Let's look at these pitching. They've got Nathan Eovaldi started three games. He's two and one, giving up four runs, fourteen K. So he's basically Matthew Boyd right yeah. now. They got Garrett Richards, who let's see, he's got a uh, six point ERA, so he sucks. They got Nick Pavetta. He's two and zero. Oh. He's got 11 Ks, um, 3.27 ERA. Eduardo Rodriguez is 2-0. Martin Perez made a couple okay starts. So they're getting decent production from their starting pitchers, enough to the point where you got J.D. Martinez is just popping off. He's just – I don't even know what to say about J.D. He's just going crazy. J.D. and Rafael Devers. That team. That's MVP pick. Rafael Devers. I think uh, J JD is somebody that we kind of forgot about mm-hmm. because last year he was he I mean rightfully so he was awful yeah uh, and I know he was talking about it going into spring training he's like I'm not gonna let two months determine like how good I am now yeah because I it was it was two months of baseball you know sixty games you know if you're bad for sixty games in a regular season you're probably still you got a hundred games to make that up. You yeah. can still be an amazing player, mm-hmm. and he he's back to what he was before because yeah, a hitting machine from 2014-2015 to now it's forty plus home runs a year, yeah. batting three hundred, driving in a hundred runs. Mm-hmm. He's an absolute monster. Yeah, and where he's up there with you know who are the best DHs in baseball, right? Nelson Cruz. Giancarlo Stanton. Giancarlo. You can maybe say Jordan. Just Jordan. His, his possible impact. And, and then J.D. Yeah. Those are the top four. And the, probably the top two, J.D., Giancarlo Stanton, in an actual, you know, he's fully if healthy. If he's healthy. If not, you put Cruz there. J.D. is insane. He is an he's insane, insane man. He is an insane baseball player. It's... Boston is a smaller ballpark, but to, to, for him to launch 40 homers a year over the fucking monster is right. very impressive. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's like one thing that I remember that we were talking about on the podcast, we said for the, the Red Sox to have any success this year, mm-hmm. they're going to have to get contributions from the rookie, yeah, Bobby Dahlbeck. We are super high on him. And you know who's been the worst player on that team this year so far? Let me guess. Bobby fucking Dahlbeck. (laughs) He stinks. He's been terrible. He had an amazing spring, and he just, the fucking poop shoots have opened for fucking Bobby Dahlbeck. Just striking out at an astronomical rate. Like Evan White last year. He stinks. Yeah. Like, they've got Alex Verdugo, who's been a pretty pleasant surprise. He's got two homers, 11 RBIs, batting freaking uh where's his average uh he's been 271 so not bad but it'll yeah. go up probably um you know just rafael devers is producing he's got five homers bogart's tied team lead with 17 hits christian vasquez has been a really nice surprise yeah. too he's one of the top catchers to open the year so they're they're that lineup oh. is um, it, it is all circled around xander rafael devers jd martinez mm-hmm 
that's it. Alex Verdugo a little bit, but, you know, that he's not a main piece for right. that lineup. He is a good player. Yeah, and it's good that he's doing good. I mean, that, that's what they're hoping you know, for. Mookie Betts had huge shoes to fill when he took over Alex Verdugo's spot, oh, so yeah. I'm glad um, that he's yeah. doing great over there. Yeah, but. I think those shoes have been fit pretty snug. <laughs> yeah, say. they're a little bit small probably. Yeah, they're probably a little small. That, that it's impress. I, I don't know what to say. I'm not gonna talk shit about Boston because if they go from worst to first, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> but it, it's been a good surprise, though. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say a good surprise. It's just been a surprise. It's been interesting. It's to been see. interesting. Um, something that's been also interesting about that team, and I know you don't want to talk about them, but what the fuck is going on with the Yankees? Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this at this point in the year. I am not worried about any team, and I'm not overexcited about any team. We're only two weeks in. It really doesn't say shit. It's not like the Yankees are at the bottom, so it's like, oh, fucking Yankees are falling apart. They're going to be garbage, not making the playoffs, sell the team. No, it's not like that. Some teams open hot. Some teams Mm -hmm. open cold. That's just the way it happens. I'm not worried about them. But I just want to hear what you have to say about it because I know you got something in there that you want to say. So I want to give you that chance. The Yankees always start out slow. Usually you give it about... At this point, the wheels have to start turning. Mm -hmm. The Yankees' bullpen has been pretty much the best in baseball throughout this year. It's basically them and probably San Diego, I believe, as of last night's games were number one and two. And, like, ERA, hits allowed, you know, there's only been two players in the Yankees bullpen to allow a run so far and those are I, I believe that, that is it's so far it's Lucas Lukey and I don't even know you guys had Lucas Lukey. he hasn't pitched <laughs> in the major since 2015 Shit. he was very good in spring training and so he got a roster spot good for him especially since Adam uh, not Adam Warren Zach Britton Zach Britton was hurt mm. so it's it's Lukey and then I think Luis Sessa and I think Lukey was already in, I think the game was pretty much already over. He just allowed, like, a two-run home or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's, believe it's him and Sessa. Chapman hasn't allowed a run. Chad Green hasn't allowed a run. Uh, Jonathan Loisega hasn't. Bullpen is amazing. Uh, that is everything that we could have asked for, when, especially with no Zach Britton. And you've got guys like Darren O'Day and Justin Wilson, you know, in the bullpen now. The starting pitching, on the other hand, other than Garrett Cole, who's been absolutely amazing, is fucking garbage. Jameson Tyon is coming off of Tommy John, obviously. He hasn't pitched in almost three years. That's okay. I don't yeah, he, expect he him. He has bought himself time. He's I don't fine. expect him to be, oh, seven innings, no earned runs. You know, I Give yeah. me five innings. Give me two or three earned runs allowed. Don't go over, like, 80 pitches and just work yourself back slowly. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, like, Corey Kluber. But Corey Kluber fucking sucks ass so far. <laughs> Kluber's like four or five innings, four earned runs. It's like, no, we can't, we can't have that. Yeah. That's not good, especially when the lineup is fucking terrible. It, last night, or la- yesterday, we lose 5-4 to four to the Blue Jays. Aaron Judge hits two solo home runs. Gio Urshela hits a two-run single. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. We had like seven hits the entire game. And we allow... I think Bichette homered, somebody else homered. I can I think Richick homered and uh, like a two run single or two run double from somebody or like a wild pitch or some shit. I don't know. 
we lose in such stupid ways. <laughs> Our it's lineup a New York thing. Stan sucks. He can't hit. Aaron Hicks can barely even put on his uniform because he sucks so bad. <laughs> the only good players that we have in our lineup right now are Judge, Sanchez, and Urshela. Yeah. That's it. Sanchez came out of the gates piping hot. Gary and is since still then, good. He's, he's slowly slowed down just a tad. He's, he's, still, still, he's still good. He's bad 280. Yeah, yeah he's not he's hitting still, the ball out of the park, really. He's right. only got two home runs so far, but... He's still if Gary can bat two fifty, that's a win. Plus, that's a win. He's gonna hit thirty bombs no matter what. You bat two fifty, hit thirty homers, drive in ninety RBIs. That catcher, that makes you're, the, you're the best catcher in baseball. You're the best catcher in baseball. Yeah. And defensively, he's been good. No that's errors. Good. There's been a couple wild pitches, but that's not on him. Uh-huh. And then we have our backup catcher Kyle Higashioka, has been lights out amazing. He's hit, hits two bomb. If he hits one home run in a game, he's hitting another one. There's absolute. That is the only way he hits homers. <laughs> so and he's been pretty good defensively, other than a couple miscues. I think he had one yesterday. So we already know if Gary would have done that, he would have been crucified on yep. Twitter. Yes. But other than those four people, this team is absolute dumpster fire garbage. <laughs> It'll spin around. Uh, I, I'm not worried about him. I am. <laughs> I'm pressing the panic button. Uh oh. Uh-oh. I'm not pressing <laughs> I'm yeah, just, no, I'm be being, fine. I, I've been through this for, this is 2021. I've been through this every year since 2018. 2017, I expected nothing. I expected nothing out of that team, and we made it to the one game away from the World Series. Mm-hmm. And that is the closest we've been since. <laughs> <laughs> so I, at this point, expect nothing but pain. Fair enough. That That's a good way to look at it. Moving on. Yeah. Tampa Bay, uh, last year. Got off to a very slow start, and we were like, ooh, that's not very good. Yeah. You know, this team is supposed to be good. They're not off to a great start, and then they won the division by, like, 10 games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're 5-7. and seven. They've kind of been the same as the Yankees. The injury bug has hit their bullpen and some of their starting pitchers, uh-huh. but their lineup has not been producing at all. Actually, even today, they have a minus 22 run, to, run differential. Yeah. They're lucky to even have five wins. Yeah. To be honest. Even other than one game against the Yankees, the Yankees have played one series. They, The Rays went 2-1 and one against the Yankees. Mm-hmm. They won one game 10-5, lost the game like 5-3 to three or something like that, mm-hmm. and then won one like 4 nothing. Yeah. So you take out, that's a plus 9 run differential in that one series. And your run differential is still 22, negative 22. That's not good. That's not good at not all. Not good at all. They have the worst run differential Second worst run differential in the American League. Behind the Tigers? Oakland A's, oh, minus Oakland 26. A's. I know the Tigers is pretty low, too. Tigers but... is minus 13. Oh, it's only that? Oh, I thought it was. Never mind. Okay. So, I expect Tampa to be good. Obviously, they just made it to the World Series last year. Yeah. They're not going to be bad, but right. they're 3-7 and seven in the last 10 games. It's not good. Yeah, no. That's even worse than the Yankees, actually. <laughs> and then uh, you have Baltimore. They're at the bottom. Line. They're going to stay there. That's about it. You know? But they're Baltimore. They've had a, I mean, I'll give it to them. They had a pleasant surprise so far. Cedric Mullins has looked really nice. Cedric Mullins but... looked good. They started out like 3-0. and Yeah. Now they suck. <laughs> yeah. Get all Baltimore's hopes up for a second and then shoot it right back down. How has, I don't know if you have the stats pull up, how's Ryan Mountcastle been? Ryan Mountcastle, he's been okay. I can pull up the stats. Um, I remember when the Yankees were playing Baltimore, he was been like 190. 
Yeah, so um, right now he's batting 220, um, only one homer, six RBIs, uh, 11 hits and 50 at-bats. So not a not a smoking hot start um, by any means. Um, Trey Mancini, though, three yeah. homers, 10 RBIs. He's, he's looking good. good. We love to see Trey Mancini doing good. Um, glad to see that. But, yeah, for the, for the rookie radar, um, two of my high-end picks, Mount mm-hmm. Castle and Bobby Dahlbeck, uh, not looking great. No, not, not looking, looking the best. Great. No. Uh, so. the, oh, let's see. We didn't say anything about Toronto. They're 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, Toronto's looking up. I, I like them. I like them going into the season. I said mm-hmm. they were finished second. And, you know, that's kind of what I expect. They have beaten up on the Yankees mm-hmm. so far through two series. And uh, hopefully that changes. But they're good. They I still I don't think they have enough pitching, but that lineup is really good. Yes. So I think they're going to be kind of in a situation where they're just, I mean, they're led by the lineup. Kind of yeah. like the Yankees were a few years back. But they just they need more pitching. They'll have to do something at the deadline. I think that's you know they're five hundred right now. I think they'll be a little bit more than that, a little bit better than that. Mm-hmm. They'll have to add more. That's about all you yeah, can say through two weeks. Yeah. So far, they've had three pitchers that have you know that have been doing good so far. Obviously, Hyunjin Ryu has yep. looked pretty solid. Steven Matz has been. I mean, they were expecting a lot out of him, but he's looked good. So, mm-hmm. and then um, Tommy Malone too. Yeah. They have. He's looked pretty good. And then there are other two guys that are starting, not so much. Um, both have over like five point five ERAs. Yeah. Both haven't won a game yet. So their wins are with their their better pitchers. And the two guys that you really have never heard of, not doing so good. No. So, um, yeah, they're they're. I think they definitely need to add somebody, and I, I feel like they will. But uh, they they're definitely going to be two and three. They're floating there, <laughs> dropping shit over there. I have to plug my laptop in because it's going to die. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hold um, on. So, enough about the East. We already kind of touched on the Central, so we'll kind of skip over them. Yeah. Because we were we said some things. But let's go to the West. So, you had predicted that the Angels were going to win this division. And, I mean, so far, not a bad pick. They're sitting in second, 7-5. and five. They I, look okay. I believe what I said... I think what I said about the Angels was kind of like similar to what I said about Boston, except I was higher on the Angels than I was Boston. Mm-hmm. That team is only going to be good if that lineup is good. Yeah. Because you have zero pitching. So you have to have an elite Mike, Tr- Mike Trout's going to be elite no matter what. Yeah, he's, he's the best player in baseball. He's one of the best players of all a time. A non-elite Mike Trout does not exist. You have to ha- be have great Anthony Rendon. Mm-hmm. Then you have to have healthy Shohei Otani. Because when Shohei Otani is healthy, he is a probably top 25 player in baseball, Mm -hmm. I'd say, at the worst. Yeah. I think one really big factor for that Angels lineup, because Joe Mann and the rest of the Angels organization has gotten it through their head. Albert Pujols is not good anymore. Not exactly. Albert Pujols is garbage. He's the machine is the... broken. Okay, it's <laughs> like a McDonald's a... ice cream machine. One homer, Ben two twenty six. Jared Walsh is in good. that lineup. He is good. He is good. We learned this last year. Last year, year he kind of came, came out of up. nowhere. Yeah, he's like twenty seven years old. That's okay though. Mm-hmm. You start him at first base, no matter what. Dog is barking. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start him at first base. 
he's good. He's a good player, and Pujols is not. He's no. 40 years old. <laughs> I love Pujols. I love the guy. Yeah. But for if they need to compete, they got to do something. I mean, who the hell is going to trade for him? No one. No one's oh, going to trade he for He has him. a massive contract. This is last mean, year. That's all that matters. Yeah. And, like, exactly. It's the last year. So, I mean, they're going to stick with him. There's not, they're not going to cut him. He's they, along for the ride. He's along for the ride. You know, try and make the playoffs and try and make something happen. You know, get him some last couple playoff ABs and yeah. let him ride and on. You know what? And the thing is, too, like, they're kind of at a place, like, where you can't do anything. Like, you can't take him out of the lineup. Yeah. Because how are you going to go up to Albert Pujols, one of the best players in baseball history, and be like, hey, you're, you can't play anymore. Like, but you we're have not starting to. you. Like, it, it's a thing that you might have to do for the team if he's just literally is garbage and maybe he would, he'd kind of do it for himself. I, but yeah. it's got, I think it's got to be on his accord where he's like, okay, like, if you, like, take me out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, limit my time. But you're not going to go up to him and, and be like, you, you're not playing. Yeah. You can do that to other players, but you're not going to do that to Albert Pujols. Just like the Tigers haven't done that and they're not going to the Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. They're going to run him into the ground. I can't believe he so, was playing first to start the season. I loved it I so thought much. he wasn't allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> well... I bl- under the old regime, he wasn't under allowed to. But AJ Hinch came in, and he's like, he's actually still a damn good fielder. He's like, we'll get him out there every like third day. Yeah, like a so, damn good fielder with zero knees, zero knees, zero he, arms. <laughs> to his credit, though, he actually made a couple of really nice plays when he was playing. And now he's hurt. But yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> he's, see, he's got like a pec strain or something. He has like a that. bicep. Yeah, bicep strain. So I mean. And I don't even know if that's due to fielding, but I mean, it's pro- it, I like to see him out there. And I know he likes to be out there because he like, he he's, he likes to have fun. So I know he likes it. But uh, I you know I don't know. I, the, <laughs> the, as I said though, you know the team with the worst run differential, as I said before, in the season preview episode, mm-hmm. the Oakland A's are garbage. Yeah, I knew yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I knew they it. They started probably worse than anyone. Now they started they're on like 0-6. <laughs> yeah, and now they've won four straight. So now they're so they started 1-7. Now I made them angry. Yeah, you <laughs> made them angry. <laughs> they, they're just not good. They don't have pitching. They don't really have a lineup. They have kind of a bullpen, but then Trevor Rosenthal is on the 60 AIL. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Had him for one year. He's done for the year already. Yeah. Then you gotta pay him nine six million dollars over the next two years for him not to play for you. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew it. And then I, we don't even have to say anything about Texas. They suck. Texas we already sucks. knew this. Yep, they're five and seven somehow. Um, Houston was just six and three. Now they're yep. six and six because they got fucking broomed by the Tigers. I know. I can't believe it. AJ Hinch revenge tour, man. AJ Hinch knew everything about that team. He's he knew exactly how to beat them. Dusty, come here and take a suck on the fucking Hinch train, baby. <laughs> you don't know how to manage this God, team. We love to see it. And and we kind of figured that this division was going to be a shit show. Yeah. And at this point. Only one team has a positive run differential, so that kind of goes to show that it is a shit show. And it is and Houston. It is, it is going to be <laughs> a shit show. Houston's lost five in a row. Yeah. They were six and one. God almighty, Houston. See, they, and it's going to be that way all season. For yeah. Like, you got Oakland just lost. They were one and seven, and now they're five and seven. They won four yeah. in a row. It's going to be like, I wouldn't be surprised if all these teams are floating around 500. Like, yeah. They're for like. The next, like, four months. They're all going to float. Even Seattle. Seattle always does this. They do it all like, the time. Like, they're not off to an amazing start. They're 8-5. and five. At, like, the end of April, they're always at the top. They're always in always. first. Like, they win April every year. Like, I will take, a, from, like, 10 years to now, yeah. I will take 
the month of April Mariners against anyone. I'll just bet April, <laughs> I'll just bet Seattle Mariners money line in April. And I'll win a hundred dollars every yep. game. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll win five hundred dollars a month just betting Mariners money line every just yeah. for the month of April. Basically, the Mariners in April is the equivalent to David Freeze in the postseason. Yeah, they just they're, they're monsters for no reason. But in the regular like everywhere, every time else yeah. they are trash. Yeah, David Freeze was like pop like everywhere like else, Pablo but, Sandoval. Yeah, they're just amazing in the playoffs, and then that's it. Yep. And then Seattle, the playoffs for Seattle's April. Like, we got to win April. That's it. <laughs> then they go. April. Yeah. Uh, NL East is, I, NL East obviously had the COVID issues at first. So you mm-hmm. got, you know, the Mets and uh, Braves and Nats are all, they don't have as many games played. Yeah. But kind of shaping out, it, it's not really shaping out in a way that we thought it was. The not Braves. At all. The Braves suck. Yeah, apparently. And here's one thing that I want to say about the Braves. I, as well as you, were very high on Max Fried, right? He has lived up to his namesake. Mm -hmm. He has got absolutely fried so far this year. He has been awful. Now he's on the IL. for He's like on the 10-day IL. Mm -hmm. But that is just the start of their issues to start the year. They they couldn't hit. They couldn't pitch. Mostly couldn't pitch. Yeah. But... I mean, now they're starting to turn it around. Ronald Acuna's got that fucking team on his back. Yeah. He is lugging that shit team up to <laughs> now five wins. Like, <laughs> he's on another planet right now. He's so good. But, and I mean, now they're they're starting to, you know, get the motors going. They're starting to spin those wheels. They're starting to do a little something. Yeah. But it has not been a pretty start. No, they... They're gonna be good. Yeah, they're good. It's the like Braves the are not gonna finish with a three eighty five winning percentage. No, they're not. Absolutely not. They're way too good for that. Yeah. And yeah, Max Fried. That was my <laughs> that was my Cy Young pick. Mm-hmm. Not a great one mm-hmm. so far, but they're gonna be good. Uh, you know, just give it time. Ozuna's been kind of hit or miss. Acuna's been lights out. Freeman's been pretty, you know, just iffy. Yeah, so, Same with Ozzy Albies. So the thing, and I'm, I'm looking at this stat right now, all of their productive hitters that mm-hmm. they're supposed to have, you got Dansby Swanson, Ozuna, Freeman, Albies, Austin Riley, Travis Darno. none of those guys are hitting over 225. They're Oof. all under 225. It's, liter- it's Acuna batting 442. Yeah. And then your next best average is Pablo Sandoval. He's at 375, but he has only had eight at bats. And then and Kristen Pache, too, is batting like 100. Yeah. And then Ihiri Adrianza with 15 at bats or 10 at bats is batting like 300. Other than that, nothing. That's. Freddie Freeman's batting 191. Yeah. Marcelo Zuna's batting 163. Ozzy Albi's batting 149. Austin Riley batting 190. These guys stink. <laughs> they they do and they're gonna be better. They they are off to a bad start. It's been two you know they played thirteen games. It's not that big of a deal. Thirteen games, even just a mo- bad month, is not going to come back to haunt you in a hundred sixty two game no. season. In a sixty game, we'd be afraid. You'd be fucked. You would be, well, <laughs> you've already fucked. played. You've already played a quarter of your season yeah. basically. Yeah, that's so crazy to think about. That yeah. this is the quarter mark of the season last year. Yeah. We hadn't even play- We didn't even know if there was going to be a season by April fifteenth. Like, we were already talking about the playoffs at yeah. this point, like this part into the season. We were talking about the playoffs. 
<laughs> it is crazy. Uh, let's see. Philly, 6-6. Six and six. They have not been great. They've lost three in a row, so they yeah. were 6-3. They and three. were 6-3, and three, and they probably just got swept by whoever they just played. By yeah. the Mets. Oh, yeah. The Mets have won three in a row. Mets, yeah. Mets are getting Metsy. They're three. Mets they're five and three. Metsy, and yeah. then the Marlins are five and seven. I I haven't seen much from the Marlins. I've seen Philly a couple times. I haven't seen much from the Mets either. Yeah, but I know Philly's bullpen has been better. That's about all I really know. Yeah, that's been good for them. Um, for Miami, um, I mean, Starling Marte has been. Pretty damn good. Yeah, he's batting three twenty six. Only one homer, four RBIs, but and also Adam Duvall has mm-hmm. been crazy. Four yeah. homers, ten RBIs. He's the power surge of that team. Um, no one else on that team even has more than two. And there's only three other guys that have one. <laughs> so not a lot of power numbers going on there. Mm-mm. But um, Jazz Chisholm as well has been pretty fun to see. Yeah, Ch- Jazz Chisholm. He's a fun, it's just a fun name. It. He's still like, he's only batting two fifty eight, but he's got a nine ninety eight OPS. Yeah, I like that kid a lot. Yeah, no, he's good. I like him. The Marlins are a fun team. Mm-hmm. They used to be the laughing stock for like twenty. They've been a laughing stock yeah. for every year other than two. Yeah, and that was when they won the World Series. Right. So you know, I like to see it, but that division has just. Uh, not exactly gone how we thought. Yeah, it's kind of upside down, sort of. But I expect and of course, that Nationals at the bottom too. We we expected we that. Yeah, that, that's that's given pretty much. I see this thing kind of shaping out in, in normally in the way that we'll probably expect it to. Mm-hmm. Other than there's a couple of those wild cards: Philly, Philly, Miami, and uh, um, New York are those three teams that we kind of don't know what's going to happen yeah other than that you you know nats at the bottom most likely and braves at the top mm-hmm. uh nl central fun team to look at cincinnati i hate it so much i but can't they, believe it they like to do that they start out really good they're kind of yeah. like the mariners just not as yeah. elite. but you know Castellanos is just blasting the ball. Yep. You got other guys there that are just tearing the cover off the ball too. Like they're they're getting it from everywhere. I mean, Joey mm-hmm. Votto's been poop. He's I don't expect much from Joey Votto at this point. <laughs> yeah, blasted a couple homers. Suarez with a couple homers. Mustakis, this rookie Jonathan India looks really good. Yeah. So, I mean, they're looking okay. I like them. They don't. I I, I don't hate them or anything i would never wish anything bad against cincinnati i just know oh, i would i would absolutely that's okay <laughs> uh they're they're interesting to see i forgot i did not know that tyler naquin was on the reds apparently yeah. he's the fucking Bay bruce now see now this this is what irritates me okay tyler naquin was starting because they had jesse winker was hurt and then um i can't remember who the other right fielder is um um, I don't remember, mm-hmm. but so they had him playing, and he got hurt. And yeah. they bring in Tyler Naquin, and he goes crazy. And now that Jesse Winker's back, they're not playing him. Yeah. Like he sat like three straight games, and then he came in the game like yesterday and like struck out three times. Yep. And it's like now he's trash. Now you ruined it. You 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 ruined the flow. It's a thing it's where over. I this is why we need a universal DH. Yes. Because then you could okay Jesse Winker's not playing. You know then now he's back. Just put him at DH. Yes. Don't fuck up Tyler Naquin by taking him out of the lineup completely. Mm-hmm. 
you've got, you just have to have a DH. Then you have your fucking pitcher batting now, and that's even worse. You know what, to that argument, just the other day, right, Corbin Burns, right, Mm -hmm. Milwaukee's off the one. Yeah, he's been phenomenal start. Ryan Tapera fucking beans him on purpose, and he's suspended three games for it now. Yep. That is a perfect reason for a DH. You got a guy who's the ace. He's looking like one of the top pitchers at the the moment, three games in. And he was good last year. And he was good last year. And the fucking salty pitcher beans him. Yeah. And now he's suspended. That's what we need a DH. We need it. The NL I needs it. I don't get it. I, I don't, they should have just been like, okay, it, it worked good Yeah. last year. We it tested perfect. it out. It was a perfect trial. It was perfect. No one, no, but no single person complained about that. I promise you. All the fucking old people say it puts the NL teams at a disadvantage because they don't have a DH. Well, they're going to fucking about to. They're going <laughs> to have a DH. Yeah. It makes it way better. You want fucking Madison Bumgarner out there well, batting? Well, he sucks. Well, for him, he's a good hitter. He's the best hitting pitcher in baseball other than Shohei Otani, but yeah. he also bats fucking 200. Exactly. So you don't, I can bat fucking if 200. If you're going to have a pitcher, you'd prefer it be Bumgarner, but you don't want that to Nobody's be the case. Nobody's got five Bumgarners. Then you bring your fucking relievers <laughs> in. They haven't batted since they were 13 years old. Exactly. So then you just you fuck yourself. And it's that, so it's, stupid. It's a wasted at-bat. Like, it, you got it, the bases loaded games. in the fucking eighth inning, and your relief pitcher's up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it literally <laughs> changes games. You got a situation like that, and then, oh, geez, here comes the pitcher. So now it's like, well, if your pitcher's dealing, and you know, you want to roll, you want you're in the them. eighth inning, your pitcher's got no hitter going, but you got the bases loaded and it's zero zero. Yeah, it's like with well, two outs. Well, shit, it's like, do we go for the win? This, or is guy, this, this guy guy's gonna go hitter? up there with a fucking. He's gonna bunt. Yeah, <laughs> it's like like shit like that is so easily avoidable. Just just give us just just give us the rule. It's because old we need it. Old people hate fun, and I will say that till the day I die. <laughs> old people hate fun. I like that. You're kind of right. They don't like. Uh, St. Louis, kind of where we expect them. Well, not. I mean. I don't expect St. I didn't expect St. Louis to be amazing, mm-hmm. so they're kind of just you know six and six to start the season. I kind of understand. Uh, your Cubs not doing too bad, but not great. Yeah, not doing. I mean, everyone in that division is kind of just. I mean, they're within two games. There's of each nobody. Other, yeah, there's nobody just doing amazing. Nobody doing terrible. Yeah, and you know what? I'll I'll say it. I mean, I ate my words. I predicted Pittsburgh was going to be god awful. Yeah, lose like thirty games in a row. They won five. They're five and <laughs> You're eight. You're just a little bit off. Just a little bit off. I could see down the stretch them having something like that. Like I, I was wrong with the yeah. You know, like yeah, like you said, I was wrong with my initial. But there, there's no doubt in my mind that mm-hmm. they're at the bottom. Not a single doubt. I think there's only one team that can compete for being the worst team of the bunch, and that is a team in the NL West. The Colorado Rockies. The Colorado Rockies. They are three and nine. Yeah. They've lost five in a row. They somehow only have a negative eleven run differential. <laughs> but I think that's just because they they can score runs because they're in. Colorado. Oh yeah, that's, that's about really all. Really, why I've got Trevor Story and Charlie Blackman on my fantasy team, and I've been very thankful for them because they are good, <laughs> and the rest of that team is garbage. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, to Colorado's credit, though. Yeah. Ryan McMahon. Yep. Good start. Yep. Good start for the kid. I think he's got like five homers. I like that guy. And I had him on my fantasy team, and then mm-hmm. I dropped him because I just didn't need him anymore. Yeah. And he slowed down for a second. But to his credit, he's having a really good start. So so good for him. But uh, beyond that, nothing. Dead. Nothing really with them. I mean. They're just hanging out. Yeah, they're just hanging out. 
I mean, I don't really know what's going on with if they have any interesting things with their pitchers. Like, let's see. Herman Marquez, I haven't seen his stats. Herman uh, Marquez. He's supposed to be good, obviously. He was great last year. He's on one with a 402. John Gray, one and one and one with a 2.8. John Gray's one of those um, guys on that team where he's either great or awful. Yeah. Like, two years yeah. ago, he was really good. Or maybe even three years ago at this point. And then he was bad. And then, like, I don't think he was good last year. Yeah. Now, apparently, he's good again through, like, three starts. Yeah, I mean, he's all right. 15 strikeouts. Yeah. That's it's okay. You know, for a Colorado pitcher, that's probably about as good as you're ever going to get. <laughs> Let's be honest. You're, if you get under four ERA, you're great. <laughs> you're the yeah. best play, You're the best pitcher in Rockies history. Mm-hmm. Uh Arizona, also awful, 4-8. We yeah. didn't expect anything out of them. No. Then you've got three juggernauts, apparently. <laughs> San apparently. Francisco, 8-4. and four. That's a little bit of a surprise. I expected them to be about 6-6, six and six, you know, 500, float around there. Yeah, They're off to a great start. For a team that lacks star power yeah. everywhere, they're a solid team. Like yeah. They don't have anyone on that team that I would consider a star at this point. Uh, like, no. you've had former stars. you got Buster Posey, former star. Brandon Crawford, sort of former star. Evan yeah. Longoria, former star. But that's it. They're all these <laughs> middle-of-the-road guys. But Don, the thing is, they yeah. don't have, like, a weak point because all of their guys are middle-of-the-road. Yeah. So they're all, like, the same. And you've just, just got, like, eight Donovan Solanos. Exactly. Eight Which, Donovan, eight Donovan Solanos. Solano's been dog shit every year except for last year. Last year now. and this year, he's raking still, too. 353 average. Yeah. He's, uh, let's see, he's got 12 hits, time for the team lead. That guy is just. It's a fun team. And it that, is a fun they, team. I like them. I like when they're good. It's mm-hmm. kind of fun. I did not like when they were winning World Series every other year. No, that, that got it's kind an of even annoying. Year. Yeah. I didn't know. That got right. very annoying. Yeah, especially when, you know, my team, the Tigers, was yeah. in the race against them. I was like, well, shit, now you got to play and the fucking Giants and we got swept. <laughs> we got panda. Yeah. Uh, San Diego, nine and five. Yep. We expect that. No Tatis. Tatis hurt, Tatis but hurt. it looks like he's coming back soon. Yep. Uh, Dodgers are an absolute fucking juggernaut. Yeah. They're we ten and this. two. We knew this. Was... I believe they won five in a row. Then they lost. Then they won five in a row again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they're yeah ten and two. They're yeah they're nine and one. In the last I don't time. even know they're... if they'll lose again. Who knows? Yeah, they're gonna go one hundred and sixteen two. We already know this. It's. Dodgers are gonna run it's, away with it. It's Dodgers versus whoever comes out of the uh, comes out of the AL. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But not not really. But they are just they're the Dodgers. Uh-huh. I've seen some things. They might be. They're in the running for best team of all time. I think. I At, think they if could they be. if they could be, I they think they mu- really I mean, could. Be. I had them at I think like 114 wins or some shit like that, yeah. or uh, something like that. But they could break the record. Yeah. They really could. If that team stays healthy, like Justin Turner's looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Corey Seager, phenomenal. Mookie Betts, phenomenal. Cody yeah. Bellinger needs to step it up a little bit. Yeah. If he steps it up, I mean, Max Muncy's looked good. Like Bowers looked pretty Bowers solid. Looked phenomenal. Kershaw's been a little Kershaw, iffy. Yeah, iffy but he had a bad first start. Yeah, but. and then he's, he's bounced back. But he'll be fine. Bueller, he's my good. Young pick. Bullpen <laughs> even good. Yeah. Like, that team is, they're fucked. They're just <laughs> they're so, so good. There isn't a bad player on that team there isn't there just isn't no uh i think that that's it that's everything that's pretty much everything for the stand that is we're probably good to go yeah at I mean, that we, point. we covered a lot i think we've covered pretty much everything yeah. i mean there was a lot of shit that happened there was so much shit we could probably make a whole second pod but i mean 
<laughs> we pretty much got to a lot of the main stuff. Yeah. So we'll be back Thursday, yeah. and then uh, we'll get on a regular schedule again. We'll be back on a regular schedule. No more vacations to Florida, I don't think. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back Thursday. We'll see how things go. Yeah. And hopefully, it's another great week of baseball. Let's hope. All right. We'll see ya. See ya. <laughs>